You are Locked On MLB, your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all of Major League Baseball, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. This episode is being dropped on the 8th day of January 2020. We're going to be talking about what else? More cheating. This show is available on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, Podbeam, all the places we get your podcasts. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB and... Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Lots of great stuff, including figuring out which player is most locked on on a fun sort of a vote for your player thing that's going on. Follow it on Lockdown MLB on Twitter and Instagram. It's really cool, and we're getting all different fan bases hooked onto it, and we're doing great stuff. Good job, Eric, there. I'm available. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm available at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Okay, we're going to talk about it. The Red Sox are one of the teams that looks like they were using illegal sign stealing, maybe as late as 2016. It's not just the Houston Astros. And maybe the Yankees were too. And I've talked about this already. This was a subject on a couple of different podcasts back in November. Back in November, your pal Sully did a podcast on the 13th day of November and on the 26th day of November, where I talked about this particular subject. Now, I'm not going to rehash all of my thoughts on this subject because that would be boring and, quite frankly, bad podcasting on my part. But I have to address it because it's in the news and everyone's posting stuff and people want me to say something. I'm a Red Sox fan and everything. Well, let me tell you something about the whole thing about the Red Sox. You know, what what am I going to say about the Red Sox being involved in this cheating scandal? I said, you could go look it up on the 26th day of November, the Locked On MLB podcast I did that day. I said, I bet the Red Sox are in on this. I bet the Red Sox are guilty of this. And it turns out I was right. And it's not a great bit of detective work to come up to that conclusion. As I pointed out, Alex Cora was the manager of the Astros who were doing it. All of a sudden, he shows up for the Red Sox. All right? And I said right from the start that it's cheating. And there is an element of cheating that is part of the game. And part of the game of cheating is that when you get caught, you get punished. And there's always going to be a wink-wink, I'm cheating element to baseball. You're insane to think anything else. But with that being said, I don't find this as harmful as performance-enhancing drugs or gambling or opiates or any of the other stuff that goes around that evades the actual law of the land. If you get caught breaking the rules, you get punished for breaking the rules, and that's good. And if, they, if you want to assign penalties to it, then guess what? That's what, you, that's what happens. This is part of the game. Getting caught with an emery board, doing a spitball, all these are part of the game, and the punishment is part of the game. You're suspended for putting cork in your bat, all this. This is always going to be there. You may not like it, 
But that's part of the agreement of being a baseball fan, is this knowledge that, you know what, there's going to be some sort of shenanigans going on, and let's see what we can get away with. And so, the interesting thing is the way that our rules and our antiquity can't keep up with the technology. And maybe that is one of the things that's getting in people's craw about this whole mess. I was having a hard time understanding, why are people making such a big deal out of this? I mean, if it's against the rules, then fine, punish them. Let's move on. There's probably all sorts of cheating. You know, there's all sorts of pine tar, all sorts of stuff being scuffing the balls and everything like that. We all know that. And if you get caught, like Joe Necro throwing the emery board out of his back pocket, then you toss him. But perhaps it's the technological aspect of this that's making people, oh, I don't know, angrier about this. Because there isn't that sense of timelessness to this sort of cheating. Spit on a spitball. We've had spit since we've crawled out of the slime. Scuffing the ball. You know, cutting it with your cleats. Doing the, you know, doctoring the ball that way. Even filling it with cork. We've had cork for a while. It's adding the technology and saying, oh, this futuristic technology to steal signs. We praise Willie Mays when he used to steal the catcher's signs and tell him, here's the indicator in this. Stealing signs part of the game. That's why when the, the catcher comes up and has a conference on the mound, they put the, the glove over their mouth so no one could read their lips. That goes back to the 1989 National Championship Series between the Cubs and the Giants when the catcher for the Cubs, I think it was Joe Girardi, you know, came up and I think he's with over-enunciation to Greg Maddox saying, please throw away fastball, and Will Clark hit a ball that has not yet landed in the city of Chicago. And so now we better put our gloves over our masks so they may read it. That's why they changed the signs. That's why they, there's an indicator and they keep throwing down the fingers, one, two, three, four, five, five, which one is it? I don't know. That's why the third base coach is there's an indicator, then you sort of move your hand across here, touch your hand, touch your knees, touch this, because they know they'll steal the signs. So you have to change the indicator. You have to change the, the, the signs. So stealing those signs by watching is that, oh, I think, I've, I think I've gained the pattern. There's a certain timelessness to that. You could imagine that happening in the turn of the century, not this century, but the century before that. But adding video, adding iPhones. Remember the Red Sox were stealing stuff with the, with the not the iPhones, I'm sorry, the iWatch, the Apple Watch, whatever the hell it is. The only time there was ever any positive publicity for the Apple Watch is when the Red Sox were using it to steal signs. Is that what people are worried about? That we're adding technology? That we're ripping away the sort of you know, gung-ho, oh, I, you know, the, the innocence cheating, the whimsical cheating is being replaced by high-tech cheating. And, oh, they're going to, whoever has the high-tech this and high-tech that. It's strange. The Dodgers lost back-to-back World Series to teams 
that were probably stealing the signs from them. Well, how about coming up with better signs? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still having a hard time getting worked up about it emotionally. Part of this podcast is a little bit of incredulity at my part that this is a story beyond, look at that, you guys got caught. Bye-bye. Yeah, give them their punishment. Let's move on. Who did Josh Donaldson sign with? But no, it's still going on. It's still talking about it. The most insane thing for me, however, and I will say this, the thing that made no sense to me was this notion that they were going to stop the investigation. So, well, I think it was just the Astros. I said that back a couple months ago. I said, what? Yeah, it's just one team doing it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Just, it was just like a handful of players taking roids. Stop it. Every team is doing something. Doesn't make it right. That's not Sully's hot take. Is hey, everyone's doing it, therefore it's okay. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. If you break the rules and you're caught breaking the rules, then there's a punishment for breaking the rules. And that goes for everybody. That's Pete Rose right there. Doesn't matter if you're the all-time hit leader. You broke the rules. These are the punishment for breaking the rules. But then, you know, then you want to investigate. Hey, 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 everybody. Let's knock it off with the technology. Let's knock it off with the Apple Watches and the stealing stuff from the video room. You do that, there's going to be some heavy-duty punishment for you. All right, fine. Hey, I work with kids. That's my job. I work in a school. I work in a classroom. I work with elementary school kids. And if they break the rules, there's a, there's a punishment. And then once the punishment is administered, you move on. So this is what we have to do. If we have our commissioner, Rob Manfred, this is what you do. You want to show you're a decent commissioner? First of all, uh, pretend like you like the game. But the other thing is, okay, Figure out what the punishment is, administer it, and move the F on. Because I don't want this sort of thing to dominate the headlines. Because it's a dumb, silly thing to dominate the headlines. They broke the rules. It's probably not just the Red Sox. It's probably not just the Yankees and Astros. I bet it's most teams other than the Marlins. So find out what the punishment is, and let's do something about it, shall we? And, all right, I'll tell you what I want. More than anything, I want Josh Donaldson to sign somewhere. Now, granted, this year's uh, free agency has been a lot more interesting than last year, where you had the two biggest fish, Manny Machado and Bryce Harper, were unsigned until until, uh, uh, spring training began, and Dallas Keuchel had to wait... Till halfway through the season to find a home, as did Craig Kimbrell. Well, we're seeing more and more players signing, and there are big, huge signings, and big, you know, Garrett Cole and Anthony Rendon and Steven Strasburg and Dallas Keuchel, for that matter, and there's all these big moves that were made. I do just want to see Donaldson find himself a home and quit just, you know, flapping around right here. Now, I thought the ideal spot for him was going to be with the Washington Nationals. They lost Rendon, but you add Josh Donaldson to the mix, and boom, you have yourself, uh, you know, still, is he the 
you know, the the MVP that he was in 2015? No, but he was, you know, he finished uh, 11th in the MVP voting last year. He's still a productive power hitter. He's still at an OPS of 900. He still played in 155 games. And he can still play third base. Is he still the dynamic third base he was in Oakland? No, but you know what? He would be the absolute, in my opinion, the perfect answer for the loss of Anthony Rendon. What did I say the other day? The key is not necessarily how do we replace all of Rendon's numbers. It's how do we make sure that spot in the lineup is not a hole. Now, the Braves seem to be like a surefire place for him to land. I thought the Minnesota Twins looked like it was a good place for him to land. Possibly the Texas Rangers. What's wrong with the L.A. Dodgers? I don't get why they're not doing much of anything. But it looks more and more like the Braves have become the leading team. Except we've been reading that uh, the Braves haven't come close to making the offer that's right for them. Now, I will grant you this. There's sometimes reason to be cautious. Yes, he was the MVP in 2015, finished fourth in the MVP voting in 2016, had a tremendous season in 2017, had an injury plague 2018, and then rebounded. Save for one year, he has gotten MVP votes, at least somewhere along the way, every year since his first full season in baseball in 2013. Now, he's not as young as you think he is, as this is, we're entering his 10th full season in the majors. He's, uh, he's 34 years old right now, because he was a bit of a late bloomer. But that being said, I want him to find a home. I think the Braves would be nuts to let him go, and I think the Nats would be nuts to let him return to the Braves. So let's have this thing come to grips, okay? Let's find a home for him because I'm a little tired of trying to figure out what's going on there. And I would like to see the Dodgers get into the mix because why not? They need to do something to spark what has been, you know, let's face it, a really, really weird offseason for a team that is, you know, that is their window of opportunity is right now, and they have to win it right away. And what's their big acquisition they made? What they signed Jimmy Nelson. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, they they let Yunjin Ryu walk. They brought in Blake Trinan. Yeah, these are all great. Yeah, these really help if you have the swimming pool from Cocoon to get everyone free of any injury. But why can't Donaldson fit right in? to the mix in Los Angeles and find a home, you know, maybe move Turner somewhere else in the infield. Dodgers need to do something. Nats need to do something. Braves need to do something. So let's find a home for Donaldson and move on with ourselves. And don't worry so much about the stealing signs and the video because do you know what? If you did it, you get caught, you get punished, we move on. And the game is played. You don't like that it's high tech? Do you know what? Just adapt. Adapt to the technology. Adapt to new cheating. And know that if your team gets it, well, maybe it will be a draft pick you lose. Or maybe it will be some compensation that you lose. I just personally 
can't get that worked up about it. And it's not because it's about the Red Sox. It's just because sometimes cheating's kind of fun. But it's always fun to be listening to a podcast and doing them for you here. So go to the free and easy to use Himalaya podcasting app. Go to Apple Podcasts, all the places you get your podcasts. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On MLB. Scratching my head about the cheating and hoping Josh Donaldson finds a home. This has been the Locked On MLB podcast for the eighth day of January 2020. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.